Maybe you've tried different apps or devices to help you relax and unwind, but have you tried Gravity? Gravity is a weighted blanket engineered to help naturally reduce stress and increase relaxation. And after raising nearly $5 million on Kickstarter, maybe you should give it a try. Engineered to be 7 to 12% of your body weight, the experience of being under gravity relaxes the nervous system by simulating the feeling of being held or hugged, which can result in an increase in serotonin and melatonin levels and a decrease in cortisol levels, all without ever having to fill a prescription, making it a safe and natural approach. Gravity is a science-based solution that hacks the body's natural responses to create the perfect environment for deep, restorative rest. Just imagine listening to the podcast while under a gravity blanket. Visit gravityblankets.com and use promo code PODCASTPROMO at checkout for 15% off your gravity blanket. That's gravityblankets.com, code PODCASTPROMO, spelled all together, for 15% off your order. Welcome everyone to episode 202 of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Today we are talking tea and you're, you're probably wondering, well, why are we talking about tea? And um, the reason is because I'm getting more into it. Um, I'm currently drinking some chamomile tea and the ramble episodes seem to be pretty popular, so... I figured let's let's ramble about it. Let's let's just dive in. Now, if I'm being honest, um, which there's no reason for me to be dishonest with any of you, one of the things that I find frustrating about tea is the scent of tea often doesn't translate to the way it actually tastes. So, for example, I like David's tea. For those of you unfamiliar, David's tea is a Canadian company. And they make these really interesting tea combinations, and they infuse the the um, the tea with other ingredients to enhance the flavor. So, for example, I was um, sipping on on one of their their teas or specialty teas, whatever you want to call them, and the tea I think was a green tea, but it also had some pineapple in it. And, and maybe a little bit of coconut, delicious, like flat-out delicious tea. But there are some cases where um, I'll really love the smell of one of their teas, but the taste then is okay. And it's not to say that I dislike it, because most of the time I like the taste. It's to say that my expectations are tampered with because the scent doesn't quite match the taste. Um, sorry, for some reason I got something stuck in my in my throat. If my voice doesn't sound totally normal, I'm still battling some some of the, some common cold issues. Interestingly enough, some people like when my voice is a little bit more raspy. So maybe I'll just stay sick. I don't know. Um, I've been taking these. Uh, uh, emergency, no, not emergency. I've been taking um, God, what's the name? Airborne. I've been taking these airborne effervescent, effervescent tablets that dissolve um, in water. And um, you know they're supposed to be 
for for protecting yourself against um, you know things like this, like the cold, and and supposed to boost your immune system. So far, I gotta be honest, it hasn't really done much for me, but I do love the taste. So shout out to Airborne. But for some reason, I've um, and this is someone who rarely gets sick, in my opinion. Um, it's weird that the last couple weeks I'll I'll feel great, and then all of a sudden the last couple weeks I get like a cold, then I get a chest cold, then I get just whatever. So my apologies if my voice seems a little different. Maybe not. Again, maybe you prefer it. Maybe there is no difference to you. I'm just critiquing myself. Anyway, getting back to the tea. I bought this raspberry uh, tea. Raspberry uh, cream pie tea, I think it's called. Um, and this is from David Steve. And it smells wonderful. And the tea is delicious, but it's different. The way it smells is different than the way it tastes. Um, another example, not related to tea. At this point, you're probably thinking, I don't need more examples, I understand. But I'm going to give you another example anyway. I, I recently tried Coke's winter holiday flavor. It was like Arctic, Arctic uh, Wonderland, I don't know, something like that. Something or another. But basically, it's a holiday-themed variation of Coke. It smelled like peppermint and kind of tasted like peppermint, but it also had this lemony, tart taste at the end that didn't match up with the smell. It was tasty. I really enjoyed it. Um, um, but it, it didn't, you know, the smell doesn't match the taste, so that kind of makes it a, a lesser experience, in my opinion. You know, but anyway, I tried it when I went to this casual dining spot. Um, this chicken place that has uh, one of those massive Coke product dispensing machines. And, um, man, those things are amazing. I'm sorry, but I feel like a kid in a candy store when I see all the variations. Now, the, the funny thing is, I almost always go with the same option, which is Diet Coke. Or sometimes I'll go for water. Um, sometimes, not always. You know, I'm trying to be healthier, but sometimes I go for the Diet Coke. Either way, wow. It's nuts how many different flavors there are. Um, just for Diet Coke. Um, I was tempted to try Diet Coke Cherry Vanilla, I think it was. No, wait, I, I, no, I, I did, I tried that one, Cherry Vanilla. There was another flavor that I was interested in. Um, the Diet Coke Cherry Vanilla, that was alright. You know, like a little too much flavor going on in my opinion, but not bad. Um. It may have been the, the Diet Coke Vanilla I was tempted to try, but at the end, I, I didn't. I'll set a reminder for next time to, um, to uh, as I grab my phone and try to type in a reminder very quietly so as to not disrupt this episode. You know, recently I've been so lazy to type... Um, and this is coming back to me now because of the fact that I'm quietly having to type, try Diet Coke Vanilla next time you go to this restaurant because I'm, I'm going to be back there next week. But I've been so lazy to type. Like, it, it's, it's such a drag. And it sort of made me think, when did voice overtake texting or typing on a screen? 
At this point, I just blurt out on my phone, set reminder, do blah, blah, blah at 8 p.m., confirm reminder. And then the phone just replies back, do you want to set this reminder? And I always just say yes. Um, typically, it's awesome, and it works like a charm, but every now and then, it doesn't work. The the voice recognition, that is. Um, but still, I prefer much to texting or typing, and before, that was never the case. And I, I don't quite know when that happened um, just random thoughts coming to my mind as I now put my phone down so that reminder set to try Diet Coke cherry vanilla I'll let you know maybe maybe what I'll do is I will uh, get some and uh, do a, a review on it here on the podcast maybe I'll do that I think the AC just went on turned on should go turn it off. I'm not sure if you can hear that. I'm probably going to turn it off. Recently, I installed a Nest thermostat in my home, and I love it. I love it. Um, I bring this up because the AC just turned on, so it reminded me of the thermostat. But I also bring it up because I've gotten so accustomed to how the thermostat just automatically adjusts itself. Um, that, so, so, you know, historically you would have to get up if you're hot in the middle of the night, you have to get out of your bed, you know, turn the thermostat, turn it down, whatever, turn it on, turn it off. Um, which is fine. These are first world problems, but now it's, it's, it's crazy how if I wake up and I'm a little warm in the middle of the night, I just go to my phone and from my phone, I can turn on the uh, thermostat or I can lower the temperature turn off the air, whatever I want, um, and, um, you know, these are all trivial first world problems, um, um, I mean, they aren't problems, I'm just marveling at how, in such a short time span, things that I grew up having to do, such as physically writing down a reminder on a piece of paper, and getting up to change the thermostat, um, now it's like all those things have, have been they're, they're so antiquated at this point and it's been this short time period in my I mean in my opinion that it, it's just kind of replaced everything now the idea of getting up and having to turn on the air or, or fiddle with the thermostat it, like it feels like I'm back in the 90s you know what I mean I'm not sure how I got on this topic of thermostats and setting reminders but um, here we are. Let me let me go turn off that thermostat quickly. Okay, so I uh, turned up the temperature again, so in that way the AC unit could uh, shut down and turn off. That's the beauty of technology. I just hit pause on my recording, and to you it seems like I never left, but I had to get up turn up the temperature and then after doing that I had to uh, wait a couple minutes because obviously the AC unit uh, takes a bit of time to turn off <sighs> yeah anyway you're, you're probably you're probably asleep already at this point I hope that is the, the you know one of the really main selling points of this podcast is it's free to relax free to go to sleep so I mean with all the AC and 
thermostat and setting reminder stock, you're probably um, fast asleep or wishing you were asleep. Um, I'm sorry, either way. Um, you know, but I'm going to continue talking about the thermostats uh, because I, I got up and I was getting ready to um, berate is not the right word. I was getting ready to um, sternly mention to my um, sister, who is here right now, that I can't have her touch the thermostat because if she lowers the temperature, the AC turns on. And for me, I try to make the recording setting as quiet as possible to increase the sound quality. And then I asked her, why did you turn down the temperature? And she said, I didn't touch the thermostat. And then it hit me. I have the thermostat on a schedule. So it just so happens that I'm recording at a time where the thermostat itself uh, lowered the temperature according to the schedule. And that's why the AC turned on. And that's why the dial was no longer at a blistering uh, 77 degrees Fahrenheit, but at uh, 71 Again, the beauty of technology, you know, I purposely have it on a schedule because I find that I I find that um, having it a schedule seems to conserve the most energy, but it also just makes life even easier because I have a general idea of what temperature I want the house to be at certain times based on my work schedule, based on my sleep schedule, so on and so forth. I, um, you know, for example, I, I, I like it to be very chilly when I go to bed. So typically I'll have the temperature between 68 to 70, maybe a little colder, you know, which for some that might seem excessive, but you know, I don't know. That's just kind of the way it goes for me. But I want it to basically cool down to 68 to 70 by the time it's about 10, 30, 11, because I try to go to bed by uh, 11, 30 or midnight. But in the morning, I hate waking up and it's cold. Or I don't like feeling cold when I wake up. So I have it set so that around 5 or 6, it starts heating back. Not heating, it just it turns off the unit. It turns off the AC automatically at around 5 or 6. So that by the time I wake up, which I try to wake up about you know, early, 7. You know, weekends I'll wake up at 9 or 10. But basically by the time I'm waking up at seven or whatever time I'm waking up the unit is off and so the temperature inside the house is uh, 72 or 73 which makes it a lot easier for me to get out of bed because I'm not feeling chilly and it's I don't know just easy so so anyway I told you I mentioned how I'm probably boring you by just talking about thermostats and temperature inside my home and I've continued so Let's um, let's change gears. Let's go back to tea, um, which I don't know. You may or may not. Maybe you were really interested with my thermostat talk. I don't know. Let me know. But I'm a big coffee drinker. I've mentioned this a few times, I think, in the podcast, where like I'm the kind of person that drinks three to five cups of coffee a day. But I recognize it's a bit excessive, and I recognize that my body basically treats coffee as my addiction. Coffee is my version of cigarettes, really. So in order to combat that addiction and to get a different experience from the things I consume, I've, I've made a more concentrated effort to drink tea. And 
I'm not too savvy on what different teas do or flavor profiles, but I'm trying to figure that out. And recently I bought a mixed sample pack of Taylor's of Harrogate Tea. Harrogate Tea? No idea if I pronounced it right. Um, aside from the David's Tea that I've had because I, I, um, I've been given tea as, as gifts recently by friends that know that I'm trying to uh, drink more tea. So the bundle I purchased had a few different types of teas. It included um, Earl's Grey Tea, uh, Green Tea with Jasmine, as well as a lemon ginger. My favorite by far was a lemon ginger. Um, and see, talking about or, or bringing back up the way tea smelling and the way it tastes, I found myself loving the scent and taste of that tea in particular. And the profiles matched up. So, um, in that pack as well, they also had English breakfast tea. If I'm being honest. No reason for me to be dishonest here. I didn't like it. It has a smell I don't like very much, and it just doesn't taste pleasant to me. Do people in England drink English breakfast tea for breakfast, or is that just the name it has been given for whatever reason? Any listeners from England listening to the show, can you give me an answer to that question? It's a genuine question. I don't mean to sound ignorant. I just, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I rely on all my much more cultured listeners to help me figure out this world. So we'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe in maybe in six months I'll make an episode my my tea addiction and then rather than drinking all this coffee I've switched over to tea. I just find it to be such a wonderful way to in particular end a day. You know, I'll go to the office you know, maybe I'll go to the gym first thing in the morning, you know, and I'm, and coffee is still fueling my everyday life, right? Like I'm, I'm working out, I'm going to the, the office, I'm working, you know, I'm meeting up with friends, but then tea is sort of what finishes my day off. And I've really, um, enjoyed, uh, having it finish off my day, even though I don't like the taste as much. I like the feeling more. And maybe it's a placebo effect, but I almost always feel very light um, the morning after. I mean, it definitely puts me to sleep. That's for sure. It puts me to sleep right away. Unless I have, unless I eat chocolate. <clears throat> Which, yes, I know I need to cut down on. I know what you're thinking. But, you know, sometimes I want a little dessert. <sighs> at night and sometimes it comes in the form of of chocolate maybe Reese's maybe Hershey you know anyway I know it's bad okay I know that combination it, it it's killer on my stomach it's bad um not not in the sense that like I have to go to the bathroom just in the sense that my belly feels like it's full of liquid and then I have a lot of chocolate in there as well so it, it makes me more nauseous so, the tea has worked out. It just doesn't work out when I mix other things. So, maybe I can treat the tea as like a deterrent from actually eating uh, chocolate at night. So, what else can I say? I mean, this episode we've covered 
thermostats, we've covered setting reminders on phones, we've covered T's. Um, what else have I covered? My my AC units uh, schedule. So I'm sure it's been uh, a thrilling listen for, for you. Probably sleep already. But um, anyway, I um, don't want to make this a super short episode, but I am running a bit late. Um, uh, uh, and a, a, um, an obligation I need to attend, and uh, time is running short. So, anyway, that's the end of this episode. If uh, you want more rambles, or if you want to pick a specific topic, let me know at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Remember, you can always support the show in a big way through our Patreon page or by supporting our sponsors and partners of the show. Thanks as always for listening and take care. Claim 15% off your purchase of a gravity blanket by visiting gravityblankets.com and using code podcast promo at checkout. That's gravityblankets.com code podcast promo at checkout.